Hello everybody and welcome to the Operation F1 podcast. We have just witnessed a return of the Australian Grand Prix, the first time we're back there since 2019 and it was great to be back. Uh, as always, hosted by Reese Peak and Mickey James. Mickey James, it didn't disappoint that Australian Grand Prix, no? No, had a good crowd as well, didn't it? Nice oh, lovely. A jam-packed full audience. What was it, 410,000 spectators, they said? Yep. Uh, which is believed to be a record for a sporting event in Australia as well. So that's, uh, that's what happens when you lock people up for a couple of years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Happy to happy to be happy there. To be so back. it's nice to see a full full crowd at a circuit. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah. So Charles Leclerc has opened the gap at, on the drivers' championship by taking a comfortable and and really really stellar drive and uh, a champion's drive, may I add. You know, that's his first Grand Slam as well. He's taken fastest lap, win, pole, um, and everything else in between. Didn't he? I saw that. Yeah. I did see that. And, and the first guy in a red car since Alonso in 2010. So 12 years. 12 years. That's, uh, maybe Ferrari have returned. Yes. Well, probably, I, think, I, think, I think they have. I think they have because that, that was an incredibly comfortable drive. Made a lot easier by Max Verstappen. Uh, so sad to see that car sitting on the side of the road. It's tragic, with, isn't it? With terrible. A, with terrible. another, with another DNF. That's now two in three races, and that is not the type of title defence you want to, or your <laughs> your title defence season. You want to you want to kick off with two non finishes in three races. That's got to be painful. Some might say, "Fuck your luck." Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been looking a lot on social media, on, on Facebook. On You've been looking for it deliberately, <laughs> haven't you? Yeah. So, you, so you can laugh and snigger. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's massive, if you go onto social media, I'm, I'm a big fan of F1 Paddock, which is a, a group that I'm part of, or Operation F1 is part of, and get, in, get involved in the conversation chat. But, you know, you've got there a lot of, uh, a lot of people that are one side of the fence, and it's Hamilton or, or Verstappen. And while Ferrari take wins... Yeah, they're you know, still they, talking they're about still these, talking about, still talking about last year's yeah, news. <laughs> and they're talking about the ham boys or the, or the Lulu crybabies and the, you know, the Max crash Stappens and the ham boys, ham boys. That's what they call them. Right. Ham boys. So, right. you know, that's, uh, and, and, and they're always just taking digs at, you know, where was he, you know, fourth it's crap. And well, he, he didn't even finish and blah, blah, blah. But you know, that's all well and good. What Ferrari have done is just let that battle carry on, let that fight carry on, let everybody talk about Max, Lewis, Red Bull, Mercedes, and over the course of last year, through the winter, and then into this year, uh, they've just got their head down. And quite rightly, they're now leading both the Drivers' and Constructors' Championship. And uh, what a lead now Charles Leclerc has got after three races. And, And probably the most important for Charles himself is to have that big lead over his teammate, which is probably his closest rival, uh, let alone Max Verstappen. Well, I'm just looking here. Perez's Red Bull managed to finish today, didn't it? And um, yeah. he's actually leading Max in the championship <laughs> by five points. Yeah. I, what I can't believe <laughs> Not is, bad for a number two driver. No. <laughs> uh, what I can't believe is actually George Russell was sitting second in the Drivers' Championship. That is yeah, unbelievable. Ahead of his, ahead of his team. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Ocon's ahead of Alonso, and well, and, and Norris is ahead of Ricardo because he's a number two driver, isn't he? Well, yeah, I, I don't. Ish. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit to be just yeah. And uh, <laughs> wow, wow, yeah, that is a surprise. 
Yeah. It's, it's a surprise. But uh, yeah, a day to forget for Max Verstappen. It looks like it was a hydraulic leak or something like that. There was some sort of oil leak or hydraulic fluid that's uh, that's hit the power unit and uh, and burst into flames. So uh, as we say, it was sad to see him not finish the race. Uh, and I talk with uh, with absolute uh, sincerity when I say that uh, that uh, it's very very sad to not see him finish. And, did uh, Mr. Horner have anything to say about it? Yes, I never yes. bothered to wait around to watch his interview. What did he say? Well, I, I'd like. I'd like your opinion, actually. This is a question I've got for you. So uh, this is contrast of opinions. So Christian Horner has basically come out and said, I'd rather fix a fast car than try and make a reliable, slow one fast. So in other words, I'd rather have to fix a Red Bull that's already fast than try and make a reliable Mercedes, which is slow, and try and make it faster. However, George Russell has come out and said, it doesn't matter how fast your car is, if you don't make it to the end, it doesn't really matter. Obviously, both have good points. Uh, where would you probably sit with that? Would you rather be sitting in a Mercedes that is off the pace, a second a lap off the pace from a Red Bull, for example? Uh, or would you rather have, be sitting in the Red Bull, but it's a 50-50 chance, or at the moment you've only got a 30% chance of finishing based on the first three races? So Horn has come out and said that. He said he'd rather fix the Red Bull than have to try and, and Russell find has come out and he said that. I'm yeah. wondering, has, has Lewis come out yet? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke. Um, I would probably – isn't that pretty – that's, uh, that's pretty uh, – that's pretty beautiful and sweet revenge for Mercedes, really, isn't it? To just show, I would agree with George Russell. I yeah, I would as well. Yeah, I, I wanted but, to see what you thought there, because, yeah, a, because you can have the fastest car. Then in the if world. it doesn't cross the line, what's the, what's the point? You know, ask Alonso. Yeah, it's the it's the uh, it's the it's the typical old age hair in the tortoise, isn't it? He just he he just any dig that guy any chance for a dig. Yeah. You know, he's the he's the older uh, poker face, the chessboard. He's the, the mind games, isn't it? Mm. I mean, he's a He's good fun, you know, he's good crack, he's good value. He's, you just uh, can't wait to see what sort of nonsense he's going to come out with despite Mercedes. I mean, yeah. Ferrari are beating his ass this year, not Mercedes. Well, yeah. they are, but but yet he's still talking shit about Mercedes and it should be Ferrari that he's focusing on. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he seems to have nothing but respect for Ferrari whenever they do a fantastic job, <laughs> uh, when they win the race uh, in at Bahrain and then obviously today as well at the Australian Grand Prix. You know, it's, oh, fantastic, well done, congratulations to Ferrari. But he's just got such a bee in his bonnet about Toto Wolff. I think it's a personal <laughs> personal battle here. I think we all it's know starting that. to think that now. Yeah, yeah it's, it clearly is something yeah. like that. And, yeah. and he just does. He, he would rather just have take the digs, and and he shouldn't be focusing on uh, Mercedes right now. He should be focusing on on Ferrari and focusing on getting that car fixed. But it, it's not good. And and Verstappen did say this is not acceptable, and it's not. It's definitely not acceptable. Uh, you wonder whether this was always going to happen. Red Bull taking the power units in-house. I, I understand that Honda, a lot of the personnel have stayed uh, with Red Bull to, to carry on and have a seamless uh, transfer to the Red, Red Bull power units. But, you know, it, it's a bit concerning. I don't think we... It may not necessarily be the, the power unit that was the issue today, uh, but not only him... Yuki Tsunoda has had issues. Uh, Pierre Gasly has had issues. It's not just the uh, not just the the Red Bull team itself, but 
yeah, it's it is concerning. As Max says, this is not acceptable. This is not the title defense that he was expecting to to have here. And yeah, I, I'm completely with George. I would much prefer to be finishing races because mm. they're second in the championship for the constructors and they're second in the driver's championship with himself. Uh, and not only that, it's Hamilton, even though he finished 10th on the second race, is still ahead of Verstappen. You know, Verstappen has picked up 25 points for one win. Uh, and, and I would much prefer to be in Russell or, or Hamilton's position where haven't won a race, but, you know, you're picking up points, picking up points, and they, it will be a matter of time until Mercedes get that car um, right up to speed. You know, there's uh, there's there's a there's a lock, there's a key to unlock here, or whatever the whatever the saying is, and and they will do it at some point. And when they do, they're going to give themselves a great opportunity if they're still in the mix. Um, which, yeah, Red Red Bull, you know, it's, it's quite concerning for them from a constructor's point of view, definitely. Um, just moving our attention to McLaren. Better day at the office. Yeah. What was interesting, though, is Lando Norris has said that they didn't bring any upgrades. That's the same car from Bahrain and Abu Dhabi. What I can't understand is why there's such contrasting uh, results from Abu Dhabi, uh, not Abu Dhabi, sorry, Saudi Arabia and, and Bahrain. Same car goes to Albert Park and it's uh, and it's fantastic. Does he have to tell the truth, though? I mean, is he? T- could that just be a bit of a... Well, I don't think he's a little fibber, is he? I think he's uh, he's pretty pretty honest. He's pretty straight. And McLaren telling him the truth. <laughs> well, <laughs> so uh, what, what? So what is it? These two guys were just driving pathetic in no, the last two races. They, <laughs> they did say that they always knew Albert Park would be the type of track that would suit them. Right. So that that is definitely a type of track that suited them. Uh, better so good there's results. only one of them on the on the calendar so they really want to get the, the rest well, yeah, of yeah, sorted, yeah. don't they so yeah well there is only one Albert Park yes you're right. <laughs> we're not there 23 times this year <laughs> no, yeah. so you're going to have so, to uh, yeah, but, get your ducks in a row boys but that looks promising that looked good but not only Lando Norris great qualifying in fourth position and and picks up some a good haul of points as well uh, but also Ricardo on his home race yeah and uh, what a happy boy he will be to get yeah. some points finally yeah yeah, much better race from him. Yes. Yeah. Sergio Perez, best of the rest, solid, solid uh, drive from him. Um, he just seems more comfortable in that car than Max, does he not? I think so, yeah. I mean, was it the first race that he didn't finish or last race? Uh, so the first race, neither of them finished. Uh, and then at Saudi Arabia, Perez got pole. But because of the safety that's right, car, yeah. that's right, it was yeah. an he, issue. Yeah, he, he, got, he lost it. He got messed up, yeah. And obviously, Max went on to win that one. But yeah. He, generally, in qualifying, he seems to be a little bit more comfortable. Race, he seems to be a little bit more comfortable. Take away the DNFs. He just seems to he just seems to be at one with that car. Uh, whereas, whereas Max is whinging. He's complaining a lot on the radio. He's not 100% yeah, happy he, with he, it. He was whinging about his tyres and, you know, but not everybody, it's no one else has got the same problem. It's the way you drive, mate. Mm. <laughs> you know, so he was probably used to, I mean, is Perez better at adapting his drive? Every one of these guys has had to have adapted their driving style from last year's car to this one slightly, mm. somewhat. Is, is you know, is Max trying to fit the wrong pig in the wrong hole sort of thing? Like, uh, yeah. you know, um, potentially. Just stop complaining and get on with it. But maybe he's got the pressure of trying to retain the championship, defend the one that he's got, 
Yeah. And Perez is just sitting back and relaxing, thinking all I've got to do is just finish the race and the points. Like, mm. I don't know. I well, don't know. are you even a world champion if you, can, if you can't defend? If you don't defend your world championship, are you even a champion? Probably not. No. 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 <laughs> no. A true it's champion de- will It's debatable whether win. or not he is anyway after the performance <laughs> last year. Yes. <laughs> we won't go there. We won't go there. Move on. Move on. Still upsets me, but... It uh, doesn't upset me, but, no, uh, no. yeah, but, you know, for me, it, I, I didn't at the time, but now I know the facts. It, it kind of annoys me. It, it reminds me of, uh, or anyone who was awarded a trophy for drawing or something, and, and it takes me back to that god-awful, but the best Cricket World Cup final that we ever had that ended in a draw, and England got inv- inducted into the lounge room of championship winners, but they didn't win the game. <laughs> <laughs> who was that against? New Zealand. I know. But in New Zealand's defence, no decent Kiwi would want to go home with a trophy after drawing a game. But that must be how Max feels. Although he didn't draw. Yeah. (laughs) Do you get me? I I think it's always going to be, not officially, but on everybody's mind, except for Max fans maybe, is Max Verstappen, Mm. asterisk. Unless he wins two or three, unless he need, he does, yeah. he does, and then and then probably people will forget about yeah. that first world championship if he wins yeah. multiple world championships. But if that's the only one he wins, there's always going to be an asterisk next to that one, <laughs> yeah. as if are we sure? You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, in the same breath, people go, "You Lewis retired a seven-time world champion, eight. What do you mean eight? Eight? Come on, he won the eighth. Well, he didn't, but he did. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, you, well, you're going to have that, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a but. Yeah, so it's it's not. It's, I think it's the pressure of the number one on the uh, number one on the. Card. I'm just glad. I'm just glad that I'm not a Max or a Lewis fan because you know that'd be a horrible argument to have to live the rest of my life with. Yeah, well, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Hey, um, I still can't listen to our last podcast of last year with the the Abu Dhabi uh, finale, uh, the podcast we did. Still available on all uh, podcast <laughs> all platforms. platforms. Yeah, yeah if you before do we take it down, limited time only. <laughs> Why can't you listen to it? I can't. I can't bring myself to listen to it. Oh, it's right. difficult. I can't. I can't. It's a painful time of your life. It was painful. <laughs> yes, very painful. But uh, but but yes. Let's get back to Australian Grand Prix. Um, Leclerc's obviously had a fantastic race for Ferrari for himself. Brilliant. Put himself really really in pole position for the championship. Obviously, we know it's three races. But as we know, and I keep focusing on two thousand and nine here because two thousand and nine we yeah. had big. Uh, changes to regulations and a great example of if you get out the blocks first and put those points on the board, you know, the second half of the season, you know, even if the rest of the teams catch you up, you have that buffer, you know, Jensen Button and Braun won that championship in the first half of the season. Yeah. You know, everybody was playing catch up. It was always going to be more difficult for them. Yeah. So, you know, Leclerc is really putting himself in a good, good position. He has, and, and he's, he's quite confident to do so. And I think, you know, you're very right in what you say. Um, the development as well is if they re, you know, if they're still going with the resetting halfway through the season, you know, that's that should allow these back or the, the back teams to catch up. So yeah. Charles, now that he has that decent car, where my understanding is, although they can keep developing, uh, currently, right now, Ferrari would spend the least time in a wind tunnel yeah. and least amount of time developing the car. Someone right down the bottom can do a hell of a lot more of that, mm. but then it resets about halfway through the season. Yes. And that's I think that's really, really cool. So yeah. that might tip the hole 
end of the season because I mean if just say you got two seasons, mm. you got a half and a half, you know, and, and you start afresh, you're a different set of tracks. The last half of the calendar might suit Alfa Romeo better than anybody else. Mm. And and anything could happen. So Charles needs to just carry on winning like he is. I was going to say Williams, but, uh, <laughs> well, you know, unfortunately they're, they're running a race with one leg at the moment, you know. They've only got, you've got one driver that, uh, you know, we'll talk about Alex Albon because, you know, I'm not his biggest fan, but, oh my God, what a race he's had today. But... Uh, <laughs> But let's focus I'm on not that. Not his biggest man. Yeah, <laughs> we but, don't need to talk about Latifi again. But with the, yeah, but I do. Actually, I, probably I really we do, do because was yesterday his fault? I, or was that? I I sent you a message, did I not? And I said my two favourite drivers, you know, and showing themselves to be to sh- just showing how great they are, you know. And yeah. obviously, there's a lot of sarcasm there because Lance Stroll and Latifi do get yeah. together, come together. I would say that is probably more stroll, but what the hell is Latifi doing? Letting him pass, then overtaking then, him again? What, what, you know, what, there were, what are you there must have been a, a radio signal, let the slow car pass. And I, I didn't watch that. I heard it. I was listening to radio or BBC Radio 5 Live at the yeah. time, and we heard Stroll say, what is he doing? He just And then those three guys completely disagreed with Stroll and said, no, mate, it's your fault. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. I watched it later on, and I did think, hmm. It's a bit fifty-fifty in a way, yeah. but it's it's just a weird thing. But so what I can I can only imagine is Latifi is letting Stroll through. Yeah. Then Stroll is seeing the Alfa Romeo, which is behind Latifi, come flying past or try to to come. So is Stroll moving to one side to let that Alfa Romeo pass on his left, not knowing that Latifi is on his right? Potentially, but either way, uh, they, mm. you know, have cost their teams a hell of a lot of money. Aston Martin and Williams broke. The, the, well, they will be. I mean, the budget cap is is really st- going to strain them this year. Yeah, because that doesn't uh, get reset halfway through the no, season. That that is that is not <laughs> not good. No chassis. They've used up all the chassis. Have they? Yeah, that's it. The well, Mick Schumacher has used up yeah, all the chassis. Yeah, that's it. And and that's what I mean. You sort of think so, right or wrong. Latifi somehow manages to always get himself in these situations. Mm. Albon hasn't stacked a car into a wall yet, as far as I'm aware. Not, not, not. And certainly not in last year's season finale. No, <laughs> it's not when it matters. You know, if you're doing it in practice, well, fine. You, you know, you have a little bump in, in practice. You know, what you're doing is trying to find, you know, the grip. Where Where is the grip on the track? You know, that, that sort of thing. You're testing the water, but... You do it. There's no excuse. If you've had fri- all day Friday and Saturday morning to practice, why are you then going out and, uh, and, yeah. and you know, smashing the car to pieces? Little. And then once again, what, what did Latifi do in the race? Bugger all. Bugger all. <laughs> so, you know, unfortunately, he's public enemy number one now. Mazepin has gone. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really struggling with him because he's way off the pace. Even when he's not crashing the car, he's still way off the pace. So, yeah. you know, all eyes are on him. And... Uh, but Alex Albon, his teammate, Williams, you know, he's done a great job. It was the final lap that he came in for. I think he was on the best strategy of the day. Yes. Little did we know that something like that would work. But what he did, and it's weird because on safety cars and virtual safety cars, the idea is to pit because mm. you get a cheap pit stop. But he just rode through all of that all the way to the end and then picked up points. A great drive from Alex Albon. Really, really 
pleasing to see. And it was nice to see Williams picking up some points uh, post George Russell. And it has not been a great car this season, so it's 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 nice to see him get some get some points. I mean, it was very very surprising, as I say, to to see that type of strategy work. Yeah, yeah. Alex Elbin, sponsored by Red Bull, people. Yeah. What did uh, Mr. Horner have to say about that? He loved it. He, he loved it. Not not a good day at the office for Max. But did you see? Did you see Alex? <laughs> did you see our baby little Alex? <laughs> Lovely. Well done. <laughs> Yeah, if, well, if Max is not careful, if he can't finish many more, more, more yeah. races, he'll Alex. be in the Williams. He'll be in the Williams. <laughs> he'll be in the Williams. <laughs> album will be getting promoted. He'll be back. <laughs> yeah, be done and all. You think you've got problems now, me old cock? Oh. <laughs> Wait until you're in Alpha Tori with Gasly. <laughs> be fighting with Latifi at the back. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, right, we digress. I want to go back to Ferrari. Carlos Sainz, weekend to forget. Hopeless. Screwed up by uh, by unfortunate circumstances in qualifying. Uh, you know, couldn't obviously do a fast lap in Q3. So he starts the race in ninth position. But, you know, he didn't fight back from there. He went backwards. You know, obviously he's, he's lit up the rear tyres. He's, uh, he's lost control of the car uh, to actually finish in the gravel. We're going to talk about the gravel. But... He also went backwards. You know, starting from ninth, you didn't see him fire through the field. You actually saw him go backwards. Mm. You know, he, he obviously he got, he got bogged down on his start. He had a poor start. He was losing places and he was just going backwards. You're seeing cars overtake him. And uh, he went down to, I think, was it 14th position? And then obviously then at that point he, he went off. Um, and he went into the gravel, which, may I say, how nice it is to see someone get beached in the gravel. Mm. You know, obviously, no runoff know. areas. Yeah, no, none of this runoff areas. None of this. You know, you make a mistake like he did, you pay for it. Yeah, it's as simple as that. I sent you a video yesterday of old Hamilton looking like a schoolboy. Yeah, in the gravel, and it is nice because these runoff areas, it just it's hopeless. Yeah, you want that. If you end up in there, that's that's what you deserve. Exactly. That. <laughs> exactly. You deserve that. a DNF, and uh, you know, you know, not a good weekend for Team Spain. No. Spain no. without the S, pain. No, Maybe no, him no. and Alonso met for a dodgy paella last night. They couldn't focus. I don't know. But <laughs> Food poisoning. <laughs> dodgy tourists. Dodgy, pr- dodgy, dodgy prawns. prawns. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, not, not, a good, not a good day at the office for either of them. But, yeah, yeah uh, or it's actually Alonso's incident that messed Carlos up yesterday, was it not? Yes. The, yeah. yeah. So that's what got him grounded there in our ninth position. But very surprised to see him go back. Because he, I think he went ninth, and then on the next minute he's fourteenth, seventeenth, and then off. Yeah, like, yeah. What yeah. the hell? It's uh, it is a shame. Um, it's not nice to see a Ferrari beached in the gravel trap, but uh, you know he, he's definitely had a weekend forget to forget, and you know it's it's not not ideal for him. Particularly, it must hurt more when his teammate goes on to win the race and also dominate so much. Yeah. You know, in theory, it should have been a Ferrari 1-2 Saturday. And get the grandest of all slams. Yes. But, you know, I think Saturday has, uh, has has caused him some pain. But, you know, no fault of his own. But Sunday, all the fault of him, uh, of, mm. of his own. So, you know, that that's really not, not helped him on Sunday. But, yes, gravel traps, we need to see them on every, yeah, every racetrack, don't we? Yep. You know, I'd I, say no grass at all, just gravel. Yeah. Yeah. Or 
Well, I think you've said before is just, we'll just have gravel. We'll have the track and then gravel. No grass, just gravel. Yeah, no candy cane either. I would actually, I would like to revise my statement and and I'd like, I would not object a moat like a castle. Water. Straight off the track into the drink. (laughs) Straight. Yeah, and in in Melbourne, crocodiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Crocodile infested moat. (laughs) Licking their lips, snapping yeah. away at the apex. Cut the, <laughs> cut the fucking chicane yeah. now, there isn't one. Yeah. <laughs> All of those in favour for the moat, let me know. Yeah, I'll put moat. it to the board. Is it called a, it is a moat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's a moat, yeah. You yeah, <laughs> yeah. can call it a moat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like a drawbridge a into, drawbridge the into the pits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when the pit lanes close, yeah. the drawbridge is up. So if you if you like Hamilton last year, sneakily coming into the pits, yeah, the drawbridge is up. You're straight into the crocodiles. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Is it too much to ask for some bow and arrows and stuff? You know, the, Looks those like in the pit lane when they shouldn't be. <laughs> the teepee's gone off, and the crocodile has just taken his arm clean off. He's going to struggle at the next race without one arm. <laughs> right. That is it. Yeah, but I like that. That's a yeah. Probably not enough time to get them ready for Imola. In the next race, but uh, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks to uh, to Imola. Well, they've got a river right next to it. Yeah, behind the famous Tumbarella. Yeah, you could divert that in, take the wall away, and you know, <laughs> you know. All right. I wish I wish there was a fucking moat there in '94. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a uh, never mind. Okay, Melbourne. Is there anything else to talk about Melbourne? Before we move on to uh, yes. the drivers. Yes, yeah, no, um, I do. I we've do. got lots to talk about. I do. I want to talk about Alpine. Right. Okay. Right, so Alpine, talk to me. What happened, Alonso? I don't know. You don't want to talk about it? No, I think we had a hydraulic issue yesterday, didn't we? Yes. So we sat in a hot lap. Yeah. Whether that would have got him on pole or whether or not it would have second or third step, well, I'm sure. It's too hard to tell until you complete the third sector. But he was looking... Very hot. I know that he had some the week before or two weeks prior. He took upgrades to that race that Ocon did not, and I wondered if they might have done something similar this time round because he was obviously, apart from the free practice, the first one he was ahead of Ocon and seemingly doing better, and he was doing good yesterday. Uh, in the race today, he was also doing good until leaving him out too long. I think the strategy's piss poor today. Mm. Whose choice it is to put him on the hard tyres because he started on hard, Ocon was on the mediums, I think. Um, is that Alonso's choice or is that the strategist? Because it seems if there is hard tyres to be used, Alonso always goes on to them. Mm. So this doesn't work for him. <laughs> yeah. So if it's his decision, he needs to change his recipe and if it's a strategist's decision, he needs sacked. Mm. You know, so... I don't know, but in hindsight, knowing what we know now, and I did think, are they are they going to leave him out? I said to you just before the podcast, I didn't actually know whether or not we needed to change tyres this year, this season. Checked, we do. What Bring him in right in the last five laps, three mm. or four laps, you know, like what they did with that. It can work because Hamilton, did he not, in the wet when you didn't need to change the tyres, did he not finish last season or the season before a whole race without a change? Who, who was the driver that did that? And they were uh, grain to hell. Was it? Was it? Hamilton yeah, that was Hamilton Turkey, Turkey, Turkey to win the yeah. win his seventh championship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you can do a whole race mm. because it's governed on distance, not laps. So yeah, you can do a whole race when it's wet, uh, yeah. and you can you can in theory do a whole race yeah. 
at Albert Park with that specific hard tyre. So you, you can do yeah, it. Yeah, so, so they could have bought him in on 56 or 57. So mm. the tyre has potential to do, and he's relatively conservative. I mean, you you saw when they started to drop off, well, I heard when they started to drop off, around lap 32, because they said they're good for 38, 40 laps. I think, did it? I can't remember if uh, someone passed him and then Hamilton got him. So there was two people that passed him. It might yeah. have been Russell that got him. Um it, that's bring them in. It's obvious. I mean, I don't know if they deteriorate just a little and then they're going to stay there for a long period yeah. of time. Maybe, you know, I don't know too much about the tyres, but I just think, well, in regards to Alpine, Ocon's gone up. I think he started eighth and finished seventh. Seventh, seventh yeah. Alonso's gone from tenth down, up, and then right down to last. Mm. Last finish, last last runner. And a little bit of it didn't play into his hands with Lance Stroll causing the train, but the... the if if you don't put yourself in that position, you wouldn't have been affected. But none of the guys above Lance Stroll were bothered by this. So mm. who keeps bringing him out into the crap? Is it his call? Is it his strategist? Yeah. But, yeah, but, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, th- it's a bit of both. It is obviously a bit of both. There is It's, it's an agreement. You know, it, Alonso won't do anything that he doesn't want, want to probably do. Um, yeah, but well, he's he certainly put, never used to, but whether or not no. he's had to tame that attitude a bit, I don't know. Um, but you've got to trust your engineers who are sitting with all the data in front of them yeah. and the Delta. So obviously from, from Saturday and that qualifying lap, that lap was green in sector one and it was purple in sector two. He mm. was the fastest man in sector two. And yeah, by based far. on And he'd beaten at, himself in sector one. That's what the green means, right? Yeah. So he was faster than, uh, he was, he was faster than his previous. Yeah. Green um, means you've beaten yourself. Purple is the fastest, purple is the out, fastest of anybody. out of anybody. So, and, Basically, and then, look, and an empty sector is usually when it's not been complete. Yeah, it's not a non-complete. <laughs> Grey. So, so basically, looking at those two sectors, I think that was putting him about third. Yeah, that was going to be about third, and depending on what colour the the third one would have been. You know. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, if you if you think, well, he could have gone green again. He would have. He he would have been first or second row, in with La- Lando Norris ahead of the Mercedes. But it wasn't to be a hydraulic issue. Meant he couldn't change mm. gear. Uh, he's going off, gone off the track, and you know he's done a good job from taking that tenth to ta- up, taking yeah. it up to sixth. You know, but just conserving the tires alone. What him then coming in for those medium tires at the end when he got caught in that Lance Stroll train, where basically Lance Stroll yep. was holding everybody up, yep. and everybody behind them had the DRS, but no one could overtake anybody. Yep. But, which, by the way, I thought we were going to get rid of that crap with the new regulations. Yeah. Blue where, flags, blue flags. Get them out of the way. Well, well, I thought that we would be able to overtake, you know, better than... Uh, I, know, I know Albert Park has always been difficult to overtake, but I thought we were going to have more overtaking based on the track uh, layout and based on the new regulations. Yeah. But we still had those DRS trains today held up by Lance Stroll. And what happened was Alonso, which in theory he should be going through and passing all these people on brand new medium tyres. What happened is... His tyres got knackered very, very quickly. They're burning out too quick as and, well. And everybody overtook him. Yeah. He went from from 10th or 11th after the first pit stop uh, down to about 14th. He had no choice. He had to um, come in again and he went down to 17th. And a weekend to forget for, for Alonso. It is. In, when it could have been well, an, one of his best I mean, in an Alpine. Exactly, because we're, we've been waiting for it. This talk in the progress, the progress looked promising. This weekend, that Alpine was far more superior than the McLaren. Yeah. Why did both those cars finish below? 
and they shouldn't have, you know, yeah. because it, it is a much better car. You listen to the practicing, through the practicing, far better. And qualifying, obviously, Alonso had the issue. That's why he ended up where he did. Yeah. And there, there's just no excuse for it. I just think just a wrong strategy maybe <laughs> – he ended up stopping twice anyway. Why not just do it? It's a one-stop stretch. Just do two, mm. do two little short stops. Yeah, three lots of tyres. You know. Yeah. Um, but that, you know, George Russell did say actually that they were the fifth fastest car this week this weekend, which is why he was very pleased with his podium. They were the fifth fastest car. He said he specifically said that obviously the Ferrari and the Red Bull were the two mm. fastest. Um, Alpine and McLaren had a faster car this weekend. Yeah. And if you know, so, if Mercedes can do it. So can Alpine. Yeah. You know, that's that's it. So, so you've got to ask ask why, um, and that's that's really where you look at mm. reliability maybe? Yeah, yesterday's concern for me was not speed, it was reliability. Today's concern is not reliability, it's strategy. Yeah. And um, that's something that they need to look at because it, it, last season there was a few times Alonso could have finished better than he did. Yeah. And it was down to... Shit decisions, and it needs to figure out whether or not it's him. Or do you fit. think? Do you think there could be reliability issues with that Renault engine or that Alpine or Renault engine? Do you think there could be because we we were we, they were struggling in Saudi Arabia with managing heat heat uh, overheating. Alonso retired in and retired Saudi in Arabia. the end. The first race, they were all right. Do you think that maybe that could have been an issue on today's race? Um, why he was eating those tyres up. Everything was basically overheating. Well, you know, do you think that... I know Ocon, yeah, maybe but, not. I said no, in the last yeah, podcast. But you raise a point, but because they had that big tug of war and they really went to town, they've obviously you know worn themselves out a little bit. Maybe mm. they thought, you know, maybe they are nursing something and maybe yeah. they, maybe it's not the tyres that are the issue. Maybe because Ocon, did, did he not get a warning today to call as well? I heard that on the, on the radio. Yeah, possibly, yeah. He, you know, he has to keep the temperature down of the car. Mm. So he was already ahead of Alonso and he wasn't very happy because he was battling for that ninth place. He ended up getting higher than that anyway, but that was at the time mm. when he was battling for ninth or that they were battling for ninth. He was in eighth. So potentially, yeah, you know, but it's something that can be sorted out. Mm. You know, they can develop it, but yeah, they yeah, just yeah. need to get, if they have got an issue, they need to get on with it. You don't want to keep bringing it to each race weekend, do no. you? Like the no. objective is to, to win races and, and get points. Not- yeah. Well, there's there's an opportunity now where we do see more upgrades coming from the from the constructors, and that's when we get back to Europe, which is obviously where we're going to be back in two weeks' time as we go to Imola, yeah. the Emilia-Romagna Grand Prix has returned, and as we've discussed on a previous podcast, it is back, and it's back for good. It is. It won't have the moat this year, though, next year. Next year. Well, well yeah. we'll, we'll put the... Uh, We'll put the request form in. I've, and, I've, uh, I've already confirmed that. <laughs> You've typed it as we speak. Yeah, it's already done. That one, that one's done. The rest <laughs> of it is subject, well. to, subject to voting, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crocodiles or alligators? There's no crocodiles in, in Italy. No, no, we can ship them through. Ship? Ship, ship them through. Ship, ship them through. Right. Uh, so, yeah, so Emilia Romagna, Imola, we are back, and that's going to be a tasty little race where we have got opportunities for overtaking, obviously limited with that with that track, but we've got hopefully opportunities of overtaking with these new cars. I think it's going to be better than it was in the I last couple so. of years. And what I'm really hoping for, rain. It's rained both times, hasn't it? Uh, I don't know about or the, just last year. Yeah, last year definitely. It was, it was last race. year where Russell and Bottas yeah. Yeah. collided in the rain, yeah. right? Yeah. And the, maybe the first one wasn't rain then. 
Um, no. Uh, I think, did Hamilton win the 2021? Uh, but Verstappen obviously won last year. A good, comfortable win. They did come together at the at the beginning. Uh, but yes, that was the Russell Bottas big, big smash up. <laughs> uh, that was a that was good. Uh, that was a good race. That was a good race. So yeah, it's always nice to see that on the calendar, yeah. and it's nice to see that it is confirmed. I think until the end of twenty twenty four. So yeah, looking forward uh, looking forward to that. So that's yeah. back to Europe, and now in two weeks' time, which means that we will have probably some upgrades that we'll be seeing shipped over. But I want to talk about that calendar because. I looked at this, right, and I think it is absolutely fucking disgraceful. Um, we are going to... Yeah, back and forth like yeah, a yo-yo. Yeah. I think it's Alonso's strategist, or the Alpine strategist, has also decided the calendar. Yes. You know, you know what, what, I, what I do not understand is why we're going Imola, then Miami, mm. and then we're back to wherever we are. I can't even think where we're, where we're going to. But uh, we, yeah, we're going basically. Miami has been shoehorned in there, um, right. which is ridiculous. Because after the British Grand Prix, then we go over to Canada. Yeah, so then come back to Europe again. We're Imola, yeah, Miami, Spain, Monaco, Azerbaijan, yeah, back to Canada, back back to England, then to Austria, to France, to Hungary, to Belgium, to the Netherlands, right, back to Italy. Well, yeah. which is there across to Singapore, Japan, back to the US and Mexico, Brazil, and then back across to Abu Dhabi. Right. So I, I get the, the finale of Abu Dhabi. That's fine. What what we've got is obviously the European leg of the tour. You didn't say that last year. No, I know. <laughs> right. So what I do not understand here, if we – can you turn it towards me a little bit, please? No. Right. So why can't, if we scroll up a little bit – Yes. Okay. So Miami has been shoehorned in between two European legs, which right. I don't understand, between, uh, where is it, uh, Italy and Spain. So round four, next one, obviously, we're going to Imola, which is the 24th of April. Then on the 8th of May, we're in Miami. And then the 22nd of May, uh, we're back into Europe with Spain. Then yeah. we're Monaco, Azerbaijan, mm-hmm. and Canada. So why can't we then go... Uh, United States get swapped and put it in bet- uh, with Ab- Azerbaijan, even you know, and have Miami and Canada yeah. together. Yeah, you know, you want to you want to cut costs and budget caps and all this bollocks, right? Sort the calendar out yeah. so that we're not going using all this carbon dioxide and carbon monoxide shipping all this stuff back and forth. Yeah, you know, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know, this is supposed to be green. This is supposed to be eco-friendly. Yeah. We, we, that, that's what we're aiming for. So why the hell are we going from Europe to United States, back to Europe, up to Canada, back again? It's absolutely ridiculous. If this was your band manager, you would sack him. Absolutely. You, you yeah. had legs for a reason of tours. Yeah. And this is nothing more than a tour Yeah, of motorsport. Even, you know, in the you go to Canada and, and the US and then you go to South America while you're there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would just it would just make sense. You know, and I know Brazil's going to go and be in the middle of the calendar from, from now on. Yeah. No, that's it. Put them in the yeah. middle. Well, if it's not going to be put at the end, then just put it wherever the bloody hell you like because it doesn't yeah. matter. I mean, that's that's it always rains there. Put it somewhere sunny. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't really understand it. So that was my rant. I did have a bit of a rant there. That was uh, 
my post race rant, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a bit, a bit, but it just doesn't make sense. But anyway, looking forward to Miami, just not looking forward to it on the 8th of May. But anyway, so, but first we're going to Imola first. That's going to be a good little race. Predictions for Imola? Yeah. Phew. Elban for the win. We're in Ferrari territory, by the way. Elban for the win. Yeah. This Ferrari's going to end up going in the moat. Um, do you imagine that? No, I don't want to. <laughs> uh, oh, I really don't know because uh, I don't know. Excellent. Thank you for your... But I don't. I just don't know because uh, I just don't. Like, <laughs> I fucking don't know. Because the... The engines of things let people, you know, I, I probably would have picked Max today, despite Leclerc's. I think pop. I think we did. Um, I think we did. But it's just shit like that happens, you know. So uh, yeah. Okay, you know, so it's it's we got a podium from a Mercedes today, which it, I still don't. Th- I I'm unsure. I would like George Russell to get a win. I'm unsure either of those two Mercedes boys are going to get a win this year. I'd like one or both of the Alpines to get a win. But right now it's not looking very likely. No. Um, you don't know. <laughs> you, you, would, you would want both Ferraris one and two in Italy. Can I, can I please press you for one name? Signs. I want signs. Excellent. Signs. Excellent, yes. But that's not who I think. Okay, <laughs> that's who, who do you I think want. is going to win? I don't know. Okay, who excellent. I think is going to win, but who I want to win would be signs, yeah. Okay. I would want... Ask me what I want. What do you want? <laughs> you want Sign. Alonso to win? <laughs> Not after signs. After signs. Okay. I want, I'd like signs to win in Italy. I'd you like him to win. I would have liked him to win the first race of the season. I said, which would have been nice, wouldn't it? But, you want um, a Spanish one too at the uh, the Italian? Yeah, and then the next week Spanish. Yeah, and then in Spain. Yes, El Plan. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> whatever that fucking means. Okay. So, okay, so uh, I'm going to go with Ferrari one two. A safe bet. Well, I just think this, but, but let think, me ask you a question: Where's Mercedes going to come? Uh, Fifth and sixth. I don't. I don't actually know. I'm going to need an answer. I don't, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to press you for an answer. <laughs> and uh, is Lewis going to win a race this year? Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Yeah, hundred percent. Do you think? Oh, just because he has every other year, I think that he's not. Okay. I think. I think. I think. Uh, He's going to be sternly outdriven by his colleague all season long. It's looking that way. Right, okay. Um, but with Italy, it is very much an unknown because we there is risk of rain. So we could have a very mixed uh, finish. I do think that... Fucking risk of rain anywhere. <laughs> I do think that... There is going to be a, a one or two races this year where the whole field is going to be mixed. You know, there's going to be retirements. Ferrari are not going to finish. Mercedes are going to be up there. Alpine are going to be up there. McLaren's going to be this up there. This is going to be one of these tracks. I, I don't know. I can't see it being this one. Right. I can see... Monaco. Spain yeah. being one of those. Azerbaijan being one of those. Uh, Silverstone being one of those. But I think this is going to be a pretty comfortable one-two for Ferrari. Um I don't think Max is going to finish again. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Imagine the 10 DNFs by halfway through the season. Yeah. For, for the Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be sulking. <laughs> the FIA ripped the number ones clean off his car. 
That's yeah. it. You can't have that. Don't deserve it. I think I know why Max couldn't focus today. I'll show you after the Grand Prix. I can't say. Right, okay. I can't say on it. I can't keep bringing... What was his wife doing? I can't keep bringing her up every podcast. <laughs> well, now that you mention it, I shall show you. I'll get your reaction. Uh, she put this up just before the start of the race. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll do it. <laughs> we might post the picture on... <laughs> or we might not. Um so uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Hopefully, we get a better result from uh, from Max because you want to keep it tight. I personally don't want two guys to be fighting out the championship. You want to see Russell or Hamilton there. You want to see Alonso up there. You want to see Perez. You don't want to see Charles take off in the distance. Although it's nice, mm. it's you want to you want it right down to the very last race. It just make a more exciting season, wouldn't it? So yeah, so that's 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 what they're hoping to do yeah. with the calendar and and the, and the plan and the and the reset halfway through the year. So hopefully that works. But I don't think you really want to Ferrari dominate the first half and then another team to dominate the other half as well. You want there's no reason why we can't have ten different winners this year. You know that there's really not. So why don't we? <laughs> Even Albon. No, no, no. <laughs> Even Stroll? No. no. No? You don't want Stroll no, to win a race? No, no. What about Mick Schumacher? Yeah, I don't mind Mick Schumacher. Uh, just a quick note on Sebastian Vettel. Bad day at the office for him. Oh, I forgot about Shocking, him. shocking. I forgot who was but back. Do you know what? We can uh, we can forgive him because it is technically his first race of the season. So yeah. Let him catch up. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Hopefully. You think he's going to win a race this year? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, Aston Martin not looking not. too flash this year, are they? No. They're very last. Not looking good. Very last in the standings. No, 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 not looking good. So, yes, that was the Australian Grand Prix. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, as always, you can listen, you can watch, and you can follow the Operation F1 podcast. You can listen on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also listen on Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as lots of various uh, podcast platforms uh, you can also watch or soon to be able to watch us on youtube and you can also follow us on twitter instagram and facebook don't forget follow us on all three because uh, soon enough there will be uh, slightly different uh, hosts and slightly different content on each platform so yeah, yeah please show us some support on there so yes thank you very much tell all your friends tell all your friends tell your parents tell your siblings yes. tell your children if they're old enough, um, tell everybody. Tell everybody. How Whoever. great the podcast is and, and how valuable it is and worthy of your time. And uh, we'll continue to give you more. Ten recommendations and you get a free mug. You do. And uh, what else was I going to say? We'll, we'll actually, if, if, if you follow us, the next ten people that follow us will take their names and we'll shout them out on the next podcast. Yes. Not only that, you'll get a free mug. No. no. You're a mug. <laughs> No, what are you I, trying to say? Right, two things. Firstly, for the next p- 10 people that follow us, don't unfollow and refollow because that won't count. Yeah, that that makes you exempt. You right. have to follow us for a year. You'll get another shout-out at the end of the year. <laughs> I'm writing this down on the list, so you'll get shouted out in the next podcast, and if you unfollow us, at the end of the year, you'll be shamed. You'll be wooden spoon. I will go to, I will go to town on you. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing you've ever seen. <laughs> The other thing as well, if you could just take the time on your chosen podcast platform just to, just to leave us a five-star review. Yeah. I mean, four-star will accept. Five-star is preferable. 
Um, There'd be no to, shout out for this though. No. Is this bribery? No, no, it's not bribery. No, you it's, can leave a review. S- sales oh, tactics. No, not that. The uh, the mug. Uh, the, th- the threatening of the wooden spoon at the end oh, of the no, year. Oh, no, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> You get a fucking good paste. But no, that's it. Um, I'm only giving you 50 minutes. That's it. So, uh, yeah. Do. Thank you, and see you in Imola. Thank you. The podcast was recorded at Eastwood Studios. Post-production was completed at MixMK. The sound recording is owned by Operation F1, a division of Operation Media Limited. The sound recording name and logo is protected. All rights reserved. Copyright 2022. Operation Media Limited.